Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. I want to welcome you to Creating Hustle, a show where I like to ask creatives, how do you take your idea and turn it into a business? And it's a show that you can only find right here on ESPN Radio 106.1 FM. You can catch me every Friday at 6 a.m. We are in 2022, guys. Can you believe it? Like, I just feel like these days and these years are just flying by and on this show i hope i can provide you with some tools and tips for you to move forward and take your idea to a business so on today's show i have two special guests i have two special guests so in today's creative corner we first have eat okra now you should check out this next app for these next creators that i have coming up so let's take a moment and slide on over into the creative corner and talk with eat okra all right today in the creative corner we have anthony and janique edwards who are the co-founders did i say that right of eat okra yes can you just give the people a little bit of info as to what eat okra is and how did you come up with that name yeah so eat okra is an app that connects diners to black-owned restaurants um Mm -hmm. cafes food trucks catering companies you name it uh yeah if it's made or produced by you know black folks in the food and beverage space that's what that's the people we want to highlight and uh support okay so in my research uh you guys said that you started eat okra in brooklyn where are you originally from so i'm i'm from the bronx um okay born, born and raised um yeah, my family, well, I was born in Los Angeles, raised in upstate New York, but my family is from Louisiana. Yeah, okay. South Carolina, so. How does that play a role into, you know, coming up with the idea to create this kind of app? Like, does, you know, location play a part in that? Yeah, so we kind of created the app when I moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, um, as a way for us to kind of get to know the the local businesses in the area and support the businesses in the area and just really kind of understand Brooklyn as a community, um, because I was new to Brooklyn and I didn't really know much about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it really kind of started just from that. And, you know, Anthony is a software developer um, by trade. Um, And at the time, you know, when we're kind of... Yeah, so we're having this issue of like wanting to support, you know, Black-owned restaurants or wanting to support Black-owned businesses, but um, it was kind of difficult for us to, you know, locate those businesses online. And so it was kind of like out of that need that we had that, you know, we kind of, I kind of made the suggestion to him, like, you should build an app that would make it easy for people to find, you know, Black-owned businesses Mm -hmm. and, you know. He's crazy and he kind of, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So from the time in 2016 where it says you two created the app, like how long does that process take from the idea to having it in the app store where you could tell somebody to go download that? Like how long is that? How long does that take for someone who may be trying to do something similar? Yeah. So the initial build, which looks nothing like it does today, um, took eight months from okay. ideation to you know ground up coding and figuring out how to get it into the app store get get through that approval process but eight months i mean it doesn't sound like a lot but that was a long eight months 
Oh, trust me, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. How do you guys go about finding the places that, you know, are now on your roster that you can list on the app? Yeah, originally it was just us kind of doing that research ourselves and really going out there and trying to find these businesses, especially in New York. Um, yeah. You know, as the app has, you know, has as it has grown and our user base has grown, you know, our users really um, kind of power the platform and that they recommend businesses to us. And so it's through those recommendations from our users that we're able to grow and expand our directory of businesses, so. That's amazing, that's amazing. Um, now you said you had a background in tech, Anthony. What, um, for someone who may not have that sort of background, what options could you provide them as far as like how to research, trying to find an app developer, trying to find someone who is skilled in that department that someone, you know, an everyday person may not be able to, you know, develop an app. Like how do you find those resources? Yeah, I mean, the internet is full of a lot of free resources. You kind of have to read the reviews, like get into these different chat rooms or clubhouse spaces, um, Twitter spaces, um, and just start listening to people you know, and really find out like what's good, what's not, get get an idea of what kind of in the, where in the tech space you want to land at the end of the day. So you want to try many different things and not be focused on one, I think, in the beginning. And then you just got to really do those tutorials in the beginning, you know, really do those tutorials, ask a lot of questions, find a network that you can actually physically meet somebody and have day-to-day check-ins because it's important to have somebody with you, I think, on this journey. It's it's a repetition game. You know, it's not a a get it once, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, I do now is because I've, I've got that muscle memory to learn how to check for certain things first, you know, go down this process. So you gotta, you gotta, like anything, you gotta put the, put that work in. It's not an overnight. It's by no means an overnight kind of situation where you're just like I'm going to get into tech and you know get a job expecting to make a hundred thousand exactly you know, six months you know you really got to put hours every day it's got to be hours and hours okay we are in the creative corner with Anthony and Janique Edwards the creators of Eat Okra um so 2016 is the start it's 2022 now what has been probably the biggest hurdle that you would say thus far in your journey for creating and hustling? Since we did it so backwards, you know, most people traditionally, I think, you know, they have a whole business plan. They have the brand, the business model, the brand architecture, some, some solid team members. We started it as a passion project. So really it was just about the product, which was the app, you know, getting data into the product. And then for us, you know, we had to learn everything second. Once the app really kind of trended and took off in the last two mm-hmm. years, it was like, uh-oh, now people are starting to ask us about our story, our vision. Yeah. We got to backtrack and fill those things in. Yeah. Two years we've been within this pandemic. Um, how has that helped or hurt, you know, the growth of trying to build to the next steps? Yeah, uh, fortunately for us, you know, we've actually seen a tremendous growth. You know, we we went from 50,000 downloads to 400,000 uh, in the last 18 months. So we've, you know, Congrats. we're fortunate to provide that kind of solution to a lot of folks that were looking 
on how to double down and support Black-owned businesses during yeah. that time. And specifically restaurants, um, because of how, you know, the pandemic has, you know, affected the the food service industry. Um, so for us, you know, we've seen a lot of growth um, over the past couple of years. I would say last two years, a lot of growth, like significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has kind of forced us to, to, to think about the business in a, a totally different way. Are you seeing the consumer eye a little differently now that the pandemic is here? Restaurants aren't serving the natural way that they used to, where it's you go dine in and stuff like that. There are more companies, you know, doing delivery services and whatnot. Are you seeing like there is a group that really depends on apps like this, like because of the pandemic? Like, do you think that that shift was majorly because of the pandemic? Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. I think, you know, because of all the the changes from city to city about, you know, regulations and indoor dining and things like that, we have seen a trend in a lot more people ordering food, taking, you know, ordering food to go or having food delivered. So if you're, you know, a restaurant owner, you know, having that digital presence is very important to connect with, you know, potential customers or, you know, customers that have been coming to your business for years and years and years. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, most, not, I won't say most, but a a large share of restaurants did mainly focused on foot traffic, you know? They didn't care about, you know, is my Instagram up to date? Is my website up to date? Am I on these platforms for additional marketing? They didn't have to depend on it, you know? Now, yeah. now when you really, you're, you can't have anybody inside your store, there's no foot traffic, random foot traffic. They were stuck. So, you know, many were caught short. Those that were already set up, you know, excelled. But the other restaurants had to now catch up and figure out the whole brand situation yeah. <laughs> and how do we engage with our customers digitally? How do we get food to them now, you know, Mm -hmm. and how do we, how do we rearrange them? That's very true. That's very true. Uh, The last question that I really have for you guys, you know, the new year just, we just entered 2022. Um, Actually two questions. Do you see Eat Okra continuing to only do food or are you looking to eventually expand to, you know, picking up things at regular stores where you can have that delivered to your home. Um, and then also, what are the, the, the goals for 2022 for a business like yours? Um, for now, I, I think our focus will be, I think our focus will always be food. Uh, it's what we started out with. It's a lot of lanes to food. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got you in and of itself. It, it, it's, there's so many different avenues and so many different things that we can do. Um, so I, I think we'll stick with food. Okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. And then, you know, what goals do you see, um, you know, trying to build towards for the year? Yeah, I think one thing for us, I'm sorry. I think one thing for us is we built the app from the perspective of consumers. Um, and from the perspective of people who like to patronize businesses without really having a real understanding of what it's like to, from the, from an operational standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, run a restaurant and to be a, an entrepreneur in that specific space. 
And so I think, you know, for us going forward, we're going to be spending a lot more time, especially this year, really kind of understanding what that's like and connecting with a lot more business owners and figuring out how we can provide, you know, resources to those business owners that could, you know, help them get over this, you know, this pandemic. Um, yeah. And, and, and grow and scale their businesses into the future. So um, I think that's the major pivot that we're going to be making this year. Um, so we're going to be allowing people to order food on the platform. We're also working on a marketplace where, you know, you can buy those condiments, those teas, those coffees and sauces. Okay, uh, that's, that's dope. We're going to re, like re, re, um, reskin that and, and redistribute it again. Um, so yeah, those are, I want to say, our two major things, ordering and app ordering and our marketplace this year. I love that. I love that, actually. Um, and then are you guys specifically to New York or are you country-based or international-based? Like, how is that working yeah. out for you? We cover coast to coast. National. <laughs> so we have about like 12,000 listings right now on the platform. We're looking to triple that this year, triple that number this year. And by hopefully by Q4, I want to get into, you know, Canada, get into UK, uh, at least as a directory to start. That's amazing. Um, so let the people know where they can find you guys online, on social medias, um, and how they can connect with you if they wanted to get in contact with you. Yeah, so then you can check in on us on social at Eat Ogre, the app, pretty much on every every everything facebook instagram tiktok hey i want to thank you anthony and janique for joining me in the creative corner on creative hustle where i like to ask creatives how they took their idea to a business so once again thank you so much for joining me and we will stay in contact yeah man thank you so much it's been no problem no problem i appreciate you guys joining me all right thanks a lot have a good one you You too. I want to thank my guests, Anthony and Janique from Eat Okra, the founders of Eat Okra, for coming on the Creative Corner and letting us know how they took their idea to a business. So if you are ever in a new city and you want to find a black owned restaurant, go ahead and download the app Eat Okra and find your next meal today. Let's take a moment and we'll be right back. The pandemic has brought out so many great, talented people with talented ideas. If you think that you could be a great guest on Create and Hustle, send us an email, createandhustle at gmail.com. That's C-R-E, the number eight, N-H-S-T-L-E at gmail.com. So be sure to send us your story and let us know how you took your idea to a business. All right. So up next, we have one of my oldest creative friends, um, and we, back in 2010, we were running the streets of Brooklyn, having photo shoots, doing creative things. And now he is moved his platform to bigger and better things. So let's slide back into the creative corner and talk to Looks by London. In the creative corner, we have my good friend, a stylist to the stars, I should say. Uh, London Olin, welcome to the Creative Corner on Creative Hustle. How are you doing today? First, I haven't been called that in so long. (laughs) (laughs) 
But no, hey, what's going on? It's your favorite stylist, Looks by London. I'm definitely da- I'm excited to be here. Like you said, it's one of my like day one friends, and I'm just excited to be a part of your new venture. And definitely congrats and happy new year. Thank you. Same to you. So when I created this show, Create and Hustle, like I specifically think about uh, a certain group of people. Uh, one of those people that I think about is you, because I remember early in our creative days, you would be setting up your own shoots, your own parties to network and do things like that. So what was the pivotal point for you to even know that styling was going to be a, a career? Honestly, uh It was really, I think, when I saw my name in the credits, and I think that was maybe, and I've been in this industry for over 15 years, but I think it was five years ago, honestly, just because of everything in my past, listening to people in my, you know, my ear and stuff like that, telling me that I wasn't good enough or that my job wasn't serious, so I didn't take it as serious as they did, Um, and I think it was, yeah, I think it was five years ago when it was a show I did on Bravo called uh, Your Husband is Cheating on You with uh, Genuine and some other people. But it was like that for me, seeing my name like as the wardrobe stylist, it like, it was kind of like validation for me. It was like, okay, like, let's take it to the next uh, chapter. And I was excited to, you know, be like, okay, now you can believe me. Like, you see my name on the credits. Now, you know, I'm just not playing house over here with like dress up and stuff. So exactly. that's what it was. So when you were doing those early shoots that you would set up, because I remember those days when we'd be, you know, doing it on the roof and shooting like that. What was your inspiration to even start doing it that way? Was there a situation where you might have tried to apply to something or try to get a job and it was denied to you? Is that how those started? Um, It's crazy that you brought this question up because literally that's one of the questions I've been talking to myself about and to my therapist, like, I want to get back, I want to tap back into that like old me of the creative mindset of like, I didn't care what anybody else was doing. I just wanted to do me. I just wanted to be free. I just wanted to create, honestly. And I think because I'm so into career mode, I kind of forgot about creating. But to answer your question, um, it was, yeah, it wasn't being allowed. And it wasn't being um, looked at as like a real stylist because I was a boy and I was a black boy at that. So it was all of those things. It was me auditioning for Project One Way and not getting it and not even getting in the door and just a whole bunch of other things that I tried for that, you know, maybe it just wasn't my timing and it wasn't meant for me then. But for me, it was like the person I was then, I think it just, I just took no as like, oh, you're not good enough. And so I just took to the streets and just made my own way. And honestly, that's what helped me get in the door. I'm pretty sure it wasn't, interning like other people or you know looking up to mentors or following anything it was making my own lane and kicking down my own doors my my, my way and bringing my team with me all right we're in the creative corner with london olin the stylist uh i had a conversation the other just day. call me london or looks by london i haven't been one of the conversations that i had recently with one of my creative friends is who has been doing this for a while is we had a certain type of image to uphold back in 2008, 2009, 2010, and things like that. When you were a creative, your personal life had to be separate from your creative life. You didn't really try to blend the two together. Um, Now we live in a world where everyone is a creative now. Everyone knows how to cut video. Everyone knows how to cut sound. And because people like you and me have been doing this for so long, do you find that to be a struggle with proceeding with creativity going forward? 
or has that been something, especially after the pandemic, when people really tapped into their creative side? Um, I think for me, in the beginning, I think I was the cancer in my head moment where it was like, I can't find the people to work with and all of those type of uh, doubts. But then I had to sit down and really think of like the old me, like you said, and it was like, well, when somebody said no, you just moved on to the next person. Or when somebody wasn't taking you serious, you just made a way. And I feel like that's the mindset that I'm going in for 2022. We are talking to Looks by London in the creative corner on Creating Hustle. Like you said, the new year has just passed and now we're in 2022. What is a dream job at this point in your career look like for you? Like what type of situation would that look like? Um... I'm learning not to talk about a lot of things. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to talk about it. And what I mean by that is like, until it's like really the thought and the process and the work is all done, then I'll tell I learned that you. lesson. I learned that lesson as well. But what I will say is for this year, I'm doing it all. Like I'm going backwards, but I'm being smarter. I think before I would work, 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 work to the ground. Now I'm gonna work smarter, but I'm gonna do everything that I really, really wanted to do in my life that I think I either was playing around or didn't have the right knowledge or didn't have the right tools or just wasn't mentally prepared for this. I think now it's the go time for me. I don't want to make an excuse for it. I don't want to have, uh, oh, you know, I'm so in my own head. I don't want to have none of those reasons anymore. I just want to do and just go and not look back anymore because it's crazy. Everything that I've been seeing recently, which is, I guess, the everything that I've been seeing, like signs, movies, everything has been telling me, like, just be just be you and just be happy. Like all the movies, the ending and everything, like the conversation that I've been having is all just been about just do what you want to do and be happy. Like take care of people, but also be human. And I think we forget that because we've been in this house for so long. But say sorry, say excuse me, open doors, do the little things. Like I'm really trying to tap back into my 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 like my emotions because I feel like this industry can make you heartless. And I knew in the beginning I wasn't, and I became heartless. So I'm, I'm kind of going backwards in a good way. Cause they say don't go backwards, but I think I have to go back and tweak some things. That's dope. I love that. Well, I want to thank my guest Looks by London for joining us in the creative corner today. Let the people know where they can find you on social media and what to look for in the next couple months, I guess. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms, Looks by London. That's L-U-N-D-E-N, Looks by London, on all social media, looksbyLondon.com, my website, at Gmail, everything. Um, coming up for me, I have a show now that's on Fuse that I just found, uh, Don't Cancel Me. Um, I've been working on, of course, Love and Hip Hop, um, but I'm also really excited to show you the new side of London that a lot of people haven't seen I can't tell you what, but in the next couple of months, please, if you follow me, you know, tap in, you'll see some new sides of me that you have yet to see, you know, thought you might have knew, but didn't know, you know, um, I'm really excited. And I'm just, you know, I'm stepping into my fear is what I'm saying this year. So I'm excited. It is always great when I can speak to my old friends who I've seen grow and move and shake within this industry. Uh, he is doing amazing things, so be sure to follow him on all social platforms. You know you can only find this show, Creating Hustle, every week, 6 a.m., ESPN Radio 106.1 FM. And also, be sure to catch past episodes on the CWF Network. It's not about the idea that you have. It's all about how you create and hustle. And this is a platform where we like to tell and ask our creatives 
How did you take your idea and turn it into a business? Until next time, folks.